What is up, everybody? I am back, or I should say we are back. Hey, everybody. So this is Michelle Hayward from Positive Hire. I have Danielle Holt from System on with me tonight. We are in for another... Um, so we are in for a treat right now. And so I'm looking at technical difficulties on my point, my side. So Danielle, while I handle some technical difficulties, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. Okay, hi everybody. So my name is Danielle Holt. I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland, currently based out of Deerfield Beach, Florida, which is about 20 minutes north of Fort Lauderdale. Um, I went to Duke University for my undergrad, graduated in uh, 2019 with a degree in environmental engineering. Then I went to Villanova University, got my master's degree in civil engineering with a concentration in water resources, graduated from there in 2021. And now I work at Stantec as a civil engineer in training, working on conveyance projects and also on stormwater and water resources projects. So that's a little bit about me. Okay, Whew, I thought we had a technical issue. Great timing, Nicole. So, you know, even though Nicole went to Duke, she did major in the right place. So I'm okay. We 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 got over that. Now she in the South with me. Hey. And I like the way you say Baltimore. I know how y'all understand Baltimore. So, <laughs> so tonight is really another special. We're ending Women's History Month. But what's really fantastic about tonight and what we're doing with system um, so Positive Hire, for those of you who are here for the very first time, we're an early stage startup that focuses on connecting Black, Latina, and Indigenous women who are experienced scientists, engineers, and technology professionals to management roles. And it's such a synergy between what Nicole is building with System and Danielle's part of that and what we're building, I'm building over at Positive Hire. And so Women's History Month, we thought would be a great time to introduce System to the Positive Hire community on multiple platforms. So depending where you are, be sure you drop a hello in the chat. We would love, System and I would love to get to know all of you. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna dip out of here. Danielle is gonna have the pleasure of introducing a vet in water, a water veteran, a veteran waterman. I don't know, but... <laughs> However you want to do it. When civil engineers get together, it becomes a bit uncivilized. Well, maybe that's just me. So I'm going to hand it over to Danielle, and we're going to get this party started. Yes. Hey, everybody. So today I have the pleasure of speaking with Nicole Brown, utilizing over 24 years of experience with all phases of water and wastewater projects. Nicole Brown has worked with clients to improve the effectiveness and sustainability of their systems. She is currently a client development manager for suburban consulting engineers, focusing on water and wastewater projects in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Nicole utilizes her communication skills through public speaking and community outreach for clients. She's passionate about increasing diversity, equity, and inclusion in the water industry and focuses on encouraging and educating the next generation of water professionals. Nicole, so happy to share this stage with you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Danielle. This has been, this is the highlight of my week and it ain't even happened yet. So I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited too. Um, so I guess we can start off with a little bit of background about how you got into STEM in the first place. So could you please tell us about 
your path to STEM and engineering in particular? Sure. So um, I am uh, one of those kids that always liked puzzles. I was taking things apart, putting things back together and getting in trouble. Um, and when I was in school, I was good at math and science. So uh, I was grateful that I had a math teacher that recognized that. And instead of saying, why don't you become a math teacher, which would not have been my path, I'm, I don't teach well, um, he said, why don't you look into engineering? Um, and again, you know, I, just having those people in my lives that, that in my life that were encouraging of that, uh, I went into a program. Uh, I'm from Philly. There is a program for um, kids that were good at math and science that was called Prime. It was for uh, Black kids in, in math and science. And I don't think it's still around, but we went to different colleges uh, throughout Philly. We went to Temple and Drexel and Villanova for the summer and learned about what engineering really was. And I tell people it's really just problem solving, right? So um, since I love puzzles, I was right in there. And I, I ended up getting into water because I'll just be really honest, I'm a big comic book nerd and I always wanted to save the world. <laughs> and so the, when I thought of how could I really save the world, I thought about something like saving the environment. And mm -hmm. so, you know, in first classes of, of uh, civil engineering, just like, okay, what do you do? There's there's air, there's there's soil, there's water, and just water spoke to me, and so I just um, you know got deep into it, and 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 so grateful that that I had that opportunity to do that. I see a lot of similarities with our stories. Um, personally, I got interested. Well, I didn't know what engineering was until one of my teachers actually was like, like you said, you're good at math and science. Like, have you ever thought of engineering? So yeah, shout out to like public schools teachers across America, um, doing God's work. So the next question I'd like to ask you is, how did you get interested in fostering diversity in STEM? So obviously, I'm guessing when you got into the field, you kind of looked around and you were like, oh, interesting. So what led you down the path to say, you know what, like, this is my idea of what I want the field to look like, and this is what I'm going to do to like help make that change. Yeah, and I think that being, you know, um, a, 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 if you say call it a diverse candidate, right, a, a woman and a woman of color in this industry, um, I, I am uh, very much a people person, like I love meeting people, but I would look around and say, like, there's no self landing spot in this room full of middle aged white guys, right, so I'm just gonna go in there and start meeting people and, and felt um, uncomfortable but recognized that I just had to do it, right? I had to, uh, I knew the importance of networking. And as I started to do it, I, I was thinking, you know, how many people that are, are introverted, especially engineers and scientists, right? I think that's kind of by nature um, and thought, you know, that's, that's a shame that, that they're not doing those things that they need to do to, to, to excel, right? The, it's who you know, not what you know, um, and all of those things um, that are very difficult if you're, if you're an introvert. And so, um, you know, I believe I started this work when I just got into the field looking around saying, there aren't enough of me. And actually around that time is when they started talking about the silver tsunami. And, you know, everybody said, oh, you know, 25 years, 30 years from now, everybody's going to retire. What are we going to do? So you need more people and you, just can't, you need new pools of resources. And so um, I actually wish that we had started this journey back then more and more, um, you know, in earnest because we would have had a whole different, uh, you know, the spectrum of of uh, people within our industry would be very different, but we're here now. Um, and, and I also think that, um, we, we have a different language, just as we as a country have a different language of how to talk about diversity, equity, inclusion, justice. And so it's, it's an easier conversation to have of why it's a business case and not just a touchy-feely thing that we have to do. So, it, you know, I, I, everything happens as it's supposed to. So even though I wish it had happened sooner, um, it, the momentum is growing because people kind of get it more. Um, so I, I think my myself always was in it. Um, and one thing that really got me 
realizing it is that um, I was in a, a project uh, very early on in my career where it was a water project in a, in a black neighborhood. And so they put young, excited, energetic Nicole in front of everybody and tell them about the project. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and um, I'm glad I did because I learned a ton. But, you know, it, it was it was better that I was talking to people that understood me um, and I could translate a little bit better. But it was, you know, I'm sure that uh, it was trial by fire. Let's just put it that mm -hmm. way. Right. And but recognizing I needed to educate the people that were most impacted by these projects, because for so many years, things just kind of happened to them. And, uh, you know, I was trying to give them information so that they could be empowered to make the right decisions. You know, they didn't have to like it, but I was going to give them the science and they could appreciate that. I'm sure so many of the minorities watching this can relate to what you're talking about. Um, about your experience of just, you know, getting in and kind of feeling uncomfortable, comfortable not being able to relate to your coworkers in the way that you would like to. Um, and then something else that you were talking about before, I recently heard this quote and I'm probably gonna mess it up, um, but it's something like the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago and the second best time is tomorrow. Um, so, you know, like, even though, of course, we can look back and we can say a thing, like, I wish we had done this so long ago, like, the best we can do is, you know, start that change as soon as possible. So that's what we're doing. Um, so next question is actually getting into systems specifically. So I kind of came in at the beginning end of system. Um, and when it was pitched to me, it was pitched to me by Monique. Shout out to Monique. And she kind of just said, hey, there's this lady named Nicole. Like she has this group. Uh, she was thinking about starting this group for women of color in the industry. Would you be interested? But that's kind of already all I know. I didn't know if there were any other like conversations before then or anything like that. So I just wanted to ask what were your initial goals for system and how you started like forming that idea for starting the group? So the idea of system was probably 20 years old. I'll, I'll just be honest, because the people I came into the industry with, who are still some of my closest friends, we were like what we call ourselves the only only, right? The only female, the only woman of color. And we knew each other, but we always knew we'd be the only only in the room, right? So we have like an informal network that encouraged each other and, and all of that. But then um, we said, oh, we should do something about this. And nothing ever happened. Um, and then there became a time when right around when I met you and met Monique um, and a couple of other young, uh, you know, vibrant women in the industry that were saying, I'm the only one. Am I always going to be the only one? And I was like, uh, uh, maybe because <laughs> I've been in this for a while and I'm still the only. Right. So it, um, and I was trying to tell you and people like you, like, it's, stick it out. There are more like you. Maybe if you can find them find like-minded people, it'll it'll give you the fortitude because I think that retention is a problem in our industry, right? Mm -hmm. Even if we get people in, then they're like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't fight this fight. And it's because it feels constant. So that, that, you know, camaraderie was needed. And um, I'll be, it was, it was a little selfish because people kept saying, can you be my mentor? And I felt like that, that child, that kid's book, are you my mother? And I was like, <laughs> oh, sweetie, I have way too much going on, right? So why don't we have a group mentoring program, right? So where we can encourage each other. So, um, you know, shout out to, to Aisha Yang, who's, I've known her since we were 13 years old and we're both in this industry. And she was just like, look, go do it. Like, you know, it's needed, do it. And it just happened right after George Floyd, the murder of George Floyd, when I was like, all right, I, I can't sit at my desk anymore and cry. Like I gotta, I, I need the other, you know, women of color in this industry to know 
that we're together and we can talk through and we can cry through it and we can move on and we can, you know, do these things together because it's not always a safe space to do it where we work. And, you know, grateful for the diversity programs and things like AWWA and WEF and things like that, but those aren't our spaces either, right? So with that way, we could create a safe space where we could um, help share job opportunities, share technologically, you know, advances, all these things. And, you know, sister girl, what are you talking about today, right? Like, oh, my hair looks good. You know, all those, I, I'll, I'll be honest, we, we, we are real on those calls and we need to let, to be, let ourselves be real at times because we're not always able to be our authentic selves at work. So there we are. Um, yeah, just, I, preaching to the choir, of course. <laughs> Obviously, I'm stuck. I'm just like tripping over my words. <laughs> but no, um, I think something else was the timing of the group. It came, it, it started during COVID. And I think, you know, looking back at COVID, a lot of times we look at it from like a negative lens of all the things that we lost during that time. Um, but I think that us having that pause during that period was, you know, it allowed something to grow out of it and for us to start this group. And it's like, like you said, so used to being physically the only, only person in the room, the only, only person, whether it's at our firm, on the project we're working on. So just having this online community to connect you to people that, you know, people are all over. Like, I can't see you in person, but I know you exist. Like, that means so much. Um, and I've already, like, benefited from the group, like, tenfold like yes um so the next thing i wanted to ask you is sometimes when we're on system we usually start with introductions so you, get, you know a feel of who's in the room who is where what do people do etc and sometimes we ask people to say like oh who invited you and as the group has gone on you know the, the answer is more diverse but for the first couple of weeks <laughs> It was literally Nicole, 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 Nicole. And I just got this sense that Nicole is like a, a people connector, like definitely the type of person that's like, oh, you need somebody who does that? I know somebody. Hold up. Let me connect you. And it just seems like that's like one of your skills, like core to who you are. So when did you realize like that's something that I really enjoy doing that's like a part of myself? Yeah. Um, and it's 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 pro probably nurture, um, not just nature. So my family, we're, we're that kind of people, right? We, we, we just talk to people just to talk to people. Like, I want to hear your story. And um, it might come from, you know, where my, like, we've got a lot of preachers and teachers and salespeople in my family and all of those things kind of need, you know, who are you? What, what's going on? Right. And it's like a little mini therapy session. Right. And so it's like, how do you, how do you connect? Um, with people as one-on-one. -on -one. And I think it's interesting because in our industry, we're always like, connect to the project, right? Or, you know, connect to the science. And <laughs> what about connect to the person? And so, yeah. you know, I could do the science, it's fine. But I want to know about you. And, mm -hmm. it, you know, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, robotic. It could just be like, you know, let, let's let's create empathy in our space mm -hmm. because we are people, right? We are people. And that's one thing about water. Everybody, everybody touches water. And so we kind of separate ourselves. We want to be over here in the corner and say, as long as their, their tap works and as long as they can flush their toilet, everybody's happy. But I think that we, we're getting to a point where we want to talk about it, right? We want to say, this is how we, we are connected. That's water is, is, a, is, a, is a life force that we need. Um, and so like the, I always see the connection of water and people as easy, 
right? <laughs> you can talk to anybody about water. People love to be near water. They like to drink water. Like there are all these things. And so it's, it's a, it gives us a great opportunity to say, you know, what is a whole industry? Did you know that? You know, and, and it, it opens their mind because like you said before, it's exposure, right? We're never going to make anyone convinced to be in the water industry if they don't even know the industry exists. So I am um, an, ev an evangelist, if you will, about, you know, water and how important it is. And on the same, in the same side, if you talk to people that don't typically think about their water, it gives them a new perspective. It gets them new, involved in a new way and it makes them ask new questions, which are the questions that we should be asking. So yeah, I love connecting people. Um, I, I, I have a little bit of a competition with my older brother who knows like everybody in Philly. And I was like, one day I want to be like you. I want to know everybody in Philly. So, you know, it, it, it is, it's just the, the, the enjoyment of, of having people. And I, I also like the, having the network because then I can make, help people create things, right? Mm -hmm. um, like when I talk to, if I'm talking to a little kid and they're like, you know, I really like drawing, but I know it's not a real thing. I can't have that as a, as a, as a job. Why not? I have two friends that, you know, that look just like you, that came from this neighborhood that are doing that in real real time, right? That are artists, that are comic book artists or whatever it is. And they're like, really? So it just exposes them to new things. So I love hearing about, you know, what's what, what's your passion and how can I help you, you know, propel into the next the next phase of that? Expanding people's horizons. I think sometimes it's as simple, like you said, of just saying like, there are people who do that. And like, you can do that if you really want to. Because nobody looked like me that I, in my circle exactly. that did that, no. right? And you know, it, it's funny you talk about how COVID changed things, right? We we were all isolated, mm -hmm. right? So it added an extra, like we were isolated people that were isolated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you know, in I know I could talk to my my circle, my family, my loved ones about what I was going through, let's say at work or whatever. But they can't, they can, they can all we care, but they don't really know. They don't really get it, right? And so I needed somebody that got it got the shorthand and was like, oh girl, I know what you're talking about. It was, it was, mm -hmm. I just needed that connection so that I felt like, all right, I can, I can, I can keep doing this. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly, I, I just feel like the group came at just such a great time. Cause like you said, I was, I was locked in my apartment for like, you know, <laughs> couldn't do anything, couldn't see anybody. Like I was definitely the only one, only the one then. <laughs> so no, it came at a great time. Um, the point you were talking about water specifically, because we're both in water, it's just, I honestly, I ended up in the field and I, before I ended up in the field, I never thought about, okay, when I turn on the tap, where's the water come from? Or when Magic. I touch my toilet, because you don't think about it, because if it's working and it's doing its job, we don't have to think about it, but it's just so integral to life. And it's just like, I don't, it's been a joy to try and explain to people like what I do and why it's important because a lot of people you never have to think about it but that doesn't mean that we're doing our job correctly so it's good in that we have aspect, right we have but... far, farther to go and so but one thing you said about like talking to people so in you know this weekend we went through a whole thing in Philly I don't know if you heard about it there was a um you know a, a chemical spill on the on a tributary Terry that we get our source water mm -hmm. from and ironically it uh, the alert from the water department came during church and I'm sitting in church and a lot of the elders in my church do not silence their phones. And so the it was like, beep, beep, beep. we were like, uh oh, so I look at my phone and I see a water alert. And of course, mm -hmm. people asking me, Nicole, mm -hmm. you know, the water What's going what's what's this and I was I felt grateful mm -hmm. to be able to talk in a way that the, you know, my, my, that church is my family. I've, mm -hmm. I've been going to that church all my life and I could talk to them in a way that they understood 
what the the alert said. It didn't freak them out, calmed them down. And they asked me questions that made sense. I gave them the answers I could because it's not, it, you know, I'm I'm reading the same thing you are, but I'm, I'm, I can have a little more background, right? Mm -hmm. And just said, if, if you guys have questions, call me later and, and open that dialogue because they feel like somebody's doing something to them, right? And mm -hmm. after Flint and, and, and Jackson, like all these things are scary. And so I want to be able to, 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 to be a resource. And even if I don't have an answer, I'm, I'm here for you and we can go through this together. As grateful as you were to fill that role, I know they were just as grateful to have you there as well. Um, and one more thing I did want to touch back on is just connecting to the person and just like empathy. Just I think especially in STEM fields, like you said, we're just like numbers, logic, like what what is the problem? How do we solve it? Right. We're like it does so much to just step back and good morning. How was your weekend? Just like little things like that. They just go such a long way and they like help with the project in the long run. Um, and even to the fact of like, sometimes you're not even answering the right question. You're mm -hmm. not getting the, because you haven't talked to somebody to find out what the real problem is, yep. right? Mm -hmm. You just jump to the to the solution, pause. Let's talk about the source. Let's talk mm -hmm. about the, you know, what's the fundamental issue? And, and I, I, I I love to take that opportunity. And that's that's what I do with my, my clients now. It's like, ooh, tell me your problem. Okay, let's talk about it, right? And it's, <laughs> and we get there together, right? Instead mm -hmm. of, I, I am an engineer, I know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not how it should be. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. So looking back on system, because it's crazy, but now I think we're close to two years, quite honestly. I know. Um, what have been some of your moments that we've had so far? So I love the fact that it's growing. I love the fact that, um, and, and for anyone that doesn't know, it is on Zoom. Um, it's, it's, and it's the first Fridays of, of every month. It, people come and go. They can come and eat lunch. They can stay on camera and be off camera. It's casual. And that's something that's important to me. Um, you know, people can be away a year and come back and it's like, oh girl, I'm so glad you're here, right? Because we all get busy, um, but sometimes you just need to check in. Um, and so every time, I, I do love seeing my people that I haven't seen in a while, because it's like a little mini family reunion. Um, and, and I think that, you know, also the fact that people want to do those technical presentations. Let me tell you about what I'm doing, right? We've had, um, you know, uh, like when Ashley did her, her, her paper from her master's, I was like, ah, I love it, right? Because I'm proud and I'm informed, right? So it, all of these things are, um, are very empowering for each of us and they make us proud. Because it's like that's 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 my friend, that's that's my sister that's that's going through that and that's doing that. And some of the conversations we have had have been deep, right? They've gotten gotten personal, gotten deep. Because again, you know, if you are in a high-powered situation, you don't always have time. Oh, it's what time is it? It's on, at noon. It's uh, during lunch hour on Fridays, noon Eastern time. Um, and uh, and so we just you know talk through it, and we do have a topic. But if you have something you want to bring up, it's it's free flowing. It's 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 caring. No one is ever like you know put down. There's not there's no negativity, and that is so important for me. And I tell people it's my favorite meeting of the month, right? It's just getting on with with everybody um, and seeing it seeing it grow. And I wish people would tell more people because everybody, like you said, Danielle, everybody's like Nicole join Nicole invited me. Nicole invited me. I was like all y'all. Need to invite other people uh -huh. because everybody has a sister friend that's mm -hmm. in this field that they could use a boost, um, you know, and just and even if it's networking, even if you're not, you know, it's it's who you know again, right? So we do have people from all parts of our of our relation of our um, journey, our career journey. We've got people that are you know in college. We've got people that are about to retire, and you can learn from everyone. It's like that reverse mentoring, right? And um, you know. 
they, I want people to have offshoots. And when people are in the same cities, go meet each other, right? This isn't, this isn't really my thing. It's something as a platform I created for people to, to go forth and do good work. Got it. Um, it's been amazing so far just for everybody. So we do have the link to our LinkedIn group down below. Uh, if you want to join the group, you can go to that link and request to join. Our meetings are usually typically the first Friday of every month and they're at noon Eastern time. And they usually last like an hour. But like Nicole said, you can come in whenever you want. Come as you are. Next question for you, Nicole is looking forward, what hopes do you have for the future of system? So um, interestingly, all these things are converging. I love it, I love it. Um, well, another thing that I've been involved in is the creation of the Blackwater Professionals Alliance. Um, we we uh, actually had a launch of our board yesterday. Um, and if you, if, if you are in this industry, in the water industry, um, most of us have some kind of connection um, that are people, you know, Black, uh, and the black people in water, we, we're doing our thing, right? We're, we're doing WEF and we're doing AWWA and maybe we're doing Nesby or we're doing other things, but we realize that we don't have a space for us uh, as technical professionals in, in, in water. And I shouldn't say technical, I should just say professionals because communications, uh, lab folks, everybody, anyone that touches water uh, is, is, is invited to join. Um, and we are just kicking that off. And, you know, the, when I, created system, I saw it as like a, a piece of a bigger puzzle. Um, and uh, BWPA, you know, we have great vision of it being, it is a nonprofit. We've already done the paperwork for that. We have um, allies and we've got, you know, like AWWA and WEF and Nesby and all these other groups are like, yes, we want to be an ally, right? So um, I have a feeling that system might eventually fall under that umbrella of BWPA as a, as, a, as a piece of it so we can get those resources and, and kind of get more more eyes um, and, and more uh, influence uh, because everyone I've talked to that's a black person in the water field has said oh we need that mm -hmm. we need BWPA um, and whether it's for job opportunities or for you know if you want to start a K through 12 program in your neighborhood like in your in your community all of these things are, are happening all across the country in pockets and we need to bring that that energy together and be more of a force because we are. I mean, I, I don't know if you saw that picture at at uh, the at Weft Tech. Um, Efetayo Venner has uh, is is the is the current uh, president of of Weft, and she is my girl. I've been known her since we started in this industry, and this, to see her energy at Weft Tech was so important, right? And we all kind of a, a bunch of us black people came together to see her cross that stage. And that was a very powerful image to see how many of us as it's not just people and also leaders in this industry were present, right? So we're we're a force. We're just a little scattered right now. So we're hoping to, to bring that force um, together. And again, for the, oh, sorry, WEFTEC is, I'm gonna mess up the uh, acronym, but it's for wastewater, um, it's, it's the, the Water Environment Federation is the um, organization and they have a technical conference every year. Um, that's a, a great uh, conference. And uh, it, it, it's a technical conference, but it, it, it's a chance for us to get together also. Um, and seeing that, that from that, that event, we're like, oh, we're, we're here. We are really here and we're gonna do something to help the industry as well as ourselves, right? Because our, our ideas need to come to the table and, and be heard. That picture, it wore my heart. I had FOMO so bad. <laughs> I was like, dang, I wish I was at that conference. Y'all just looked like you had a ball. Next year. 
next yeah. year. We're going to, because now the FE started it. She's like, oh, we need to do this every year. Right, sure. exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. Uh, so the last question I'll ask you, I think I kind of, kind of covered how to get involved with system through our LinkedIn, but you could tell us how to get involved with BWPA as well. Sure. So uh, as I said, we also have a LinkedIn page for BWPA. So that's Black Water Professionals Alliance. Um, we are really in the in the early stages of figuring out, you know, what membership dues will look like. We have a, a four member board right now, but we'll have committees and chairs and all of that. Um, but we don't want to start too big, right? We don't want to, we, we want to be focused and prioritize um, some of the things that we do. So we are creating that and trying to figure that out. So if you have an interest in that, um, we, we posted the board uh, Zoom call yesterday on that LinkedIn page. If, if you just search uh, Black Border Professionals Alliance or you can find me and I can connect you to that. Um, so we hope this next year, you know, we, like I said, we have funding, we have uh, alliances, we, 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 we're just ready to go. So I think that in the next year, uh, it'll definitely be a force to be reckoned with. Even at uh, the AWWA conference in Toronto in June, we're already planning on having a meetup there, right? So wherever we are, we wanna kind of like we did at WefTech, right? Come together, rejuvenate each other, right? You know, do all the, all the, the dapping up and, and encouragement. And another piece of that is um, recognition. We are doing some great things that we are not telling people about. And so I want to, you know, we have to toot our own horn sometimes. I, I laugh because somebody told me, um, one of my counterparts that has the, uh, that is, is not black said, you know, oh, it's gaudy to nominate yourself for an award. And I told him if no one ever uh, uh, nominated me for an award, I would have never gotten one because no one thinks of me. That's fine, I think of me. So, uh, you know, it, we sometimes we have to toot our own horn and, and do that for ourselves. So I think that, that there are great things that are coming out of both BWPA and system because we have the sim a similar mission of empowering each other and ourselves uh, in this water industry to make it stronger. Well, I can't wait to see where the future takes both groups. I'm along for the ride. I hope y'all watching, y'all hop on the train too, because <laughs> we are riding somewhere amazing. I just and can't wait. If you, you know, I think one of the great thoughts is, you know, if you are an ally, right, we, we need all that energy. Don't, you know, Yes System is just for women of color and BWPA is, you know, as membership, it will be just for, for um, you know, black people. But we recognize that this is a whole movement and we need all the energy we can have. So, you know, we, we are, we welcome that allyship and that, that encouragement in any way that you want to give it. So that's a, it's a great conversation to have as well. A hundred percent. All right, Ms. Nicole. Uh, it seems like we have a question from the audience. Michelle, if you could help us out with that. Here we go. Okay, I'll read it. I have a diversity moment at the beginning of my monthly technical meetings with 70 to 100 water suppliers and consultants, and none of them ask questions after a 10 to 15 minute presentation by guest speakers. I keep doing it for two years now, but I'm not sure if I need a different tactic and it seems to be having no effect. Well, I definitely commend you for 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 the for the the effort and especially after two years and, and it, it is uh, discouraging when you're not getting um, input. Um, I still think it's important. Um, I, I at different firms I've been at. I've uh, been in consulting my whole life, my whole career and different firms do diversity moments. And one thing that I have learned is uh, if I'm the one always doing the diversity moment, people tune out. Um, it's like, oh, here goes the diversity candidate talking diversity again, right? So um, I think that uh, one, it might be good for you to find other people to, to present. Um, and maybe even the ones that are super silent, 
ask them, you know, because diversity is bigger than just the, you know, the young black lady in the room, <laughs> right? It, diversity is we are all diverse. It, even our, even if we came, you know, diversity of thought, there are all different ways to talk about diversity, right? And we all have different perspectives on it. So I find that people that kind of tune out when you say, you know, DE&I and, you know, that's that, that touchy-feely liberal stuff, if you explain, if you if you get them on board, understanding that we are all diverse in our own way, and that goes back to that empathy, right? Sharing each other's stories, explaining how how we are alike and dissimilar, um, really makes people see it in a different way. Because um, I I think it's still necessary. Um, it DE and I is never going away, right? Where my goal, if if someone said, well, what do you, why do you do this? If the water industry looked like the people we serve, right? So Think of women, men-women ratio. If you've got half men and half women in this world, shouldn't there be half men and half women in the water industry? Because we are serving the world. So I recognize that's not that that is very unlikely. So we keep keep striving towards it. So sometimes you have to give them new facts, new figures, new ways to look at it. Um, and uh, and I call people out mm, uncomfortably if need be, so that I can make sure that they're listening because. <laughs> if no one is is no one is paying attention so i don't know if any of those might might be helpful um or maybe even just hey is anybody listening like just you know put it out there like because if, if 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 this isn't working and people are really getting annoyed by it you might have you know they might go the other way right they they might rebel against it so that's definitely what with the energy you do not want thank you for that question Michelle, I'm not unsure if there's any other questions from the audience, if you could help us out We're over time. from behind the scenes. <laughs> Pull back the curtain. Yeah, there are no more questions from the audience, but trust me, I have plenty. Okay. I have plenty. So, Nicole, what I really loved about the whole entire discussion outside of Philly, I ain't gonna hold Philly against y'all either. I like Philly better than New Yorkers. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I used to report to an office in New Jersey and it was like the Philly, New Yorkers, and New Jersey people like, right. I'll just stand out the way. Either way, right. I, they gonna be, New Jersey's like, we're going to be standing no matter what, go for it. <laughs> and so that's a whole other story I come out of construction. So it is a little bit different. But as we talk about water, can you for every, a lot of people tuning in our circle of, of nerdums, of engineers, civil, environmental water, but you talked about being able to explain to people in your church in the black community what water is and, and the industry. Can you do that in like 30 seconds to two minutes so that people tuning in tune in to understand what that really is and why, you know, we talked about um I'm I'm forgetting names of Jackson, Mississippi, because I'm in the South. I'm also in a town that has water pipe issues. Yeah. But, and, and so let's talk about that. And so in layman's terms, so they understand as well. Um, my, my theory is this, and, and you know, um, NIMBY is a, is a term we throw around in, in this industry, right? Not in my backyard. Um, and it is something that I remember when I first started as an engineer, they were like, oh, well, NIMBY is something everybody has a problem with, right? You know, not in my backyard. And I'm like, yeah, but why are all the wastewater plants in, in the black neighborhoods or, you know, like, so, so I, that's when I started realizing that people weren't getting real information, that, but it, it, what they were hearing was informing their, their thought process, right? So if you're thinking they're the government, 
they're going they're they're not here to help me or telling me anything true then you're going to hold on to that belief right um and so until someone takes the time to sit down and really talk and you don't have to believe their facts i'll give you sources you can go do your own research if you'd like but i tell people you know in a, in a way that's that is is layman's terms right it's technical information in layman's terms for them to be more informed and do the work right so if you really want to know don't don't just yell at me about something somebody else said you know I, i'll have that conversation with someone that is uh scientifically based all day but i think that we have especially in the black and brown communities have been put upon for a very long time and things keep popping up and they say take it deal with it it's it's good for you right and it's 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 not fair and we are now getting to the point as an industry where we're starting to have that conversation early and often and it's uncomfortable <laughs> It hurts. You know, I, I have been yelled at. I have been told that I gave someone, I personally gave someone cancer by giving them water. And, you know, I cried at night, right? Because I don't, I, that person thought that I tried to hurt them. Like that, that I'm not that person. And so I really try to have these conversations with people on a very one-on-one -on -one basis. And I, I know I'm not going to convince everybody, right? In, in Philly, me convincing people to drink tap water is, a, is an interesting conversation, but I do it all the time. And I'm always talking it through because I've seen the data. Look, <laughs> right? I never, I never buy bottled water. I always bottle my own. Exactly. And I, I tell them, especially you know, in Philly, those that can least afford to buy bottled water are the ones that are most afraid of it and buy bottled water. And that hurts my heart. Like you bought, you, you, you drank the Kool Aid. They're getting your money, and they don't deserve it. And so I'm having these conversations with people over time. But this is generational. This doesn't come out of nowhere, right? So all of this feeling of you know being put upon and 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 being lied to this is not out of nowhere this is based on on history and so it's going to take new facts new discussions new uh, me being vulnerable right me giving saying yeah they messed up right i'm not i'm here to not mess up and and those things are that's why we as our people need to get back in our communities and have these conversations cuz uh, it's also about it's a, the message and the messenger when it when it when it comes to a lot of these these things and so I'm I'm willing to put on you know my armor I got my facts let's go you know let's have that conversation and I'll sit here until you get it right because it doesn't do me any good for you to walk away and be like that woman was talking over me and she gave me all this like that that that's even worse right so it is it 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 does it, it's for us right because no one ever did that for us so I feel I feel very personal that that we need to talk about water in a way that benefits our people. Oh, you're, we can't hear you, Michelle. If I take myself off of mute, that helps. Um, what is the really good part? I just want to clarify, I'm on well water because I'm in rural South Carolina. So if you don't know what that is, you, you don't have, you're not connected to a wastewater treatment facility that cleans your water and they put it up in the sky and it pumps back down through. So yeah, it's a well over there and a pump house and yeah, it's, we have our own. <laughs> It is always a very specific conversation about water and wastewater, very specific. And I, if someone tells me, okay, this is where I live, I'm like, let me do some research, I'll get back to you. And I'll tell you, I, look, I've looked at the data, I, and oh, they could lie. Yeah, they could, but why? Why, you know, why would they? So we have those conversations, and they're, they're, they're difficult to have, but they're necessary. Great. And we have another question for you, so I'm going to pop that up, and I'll let y'all have that discussion. 
Okay, I'll read this one as well from Mr. TJ. As a white man, is it weird for me to approach a black woman water professional to tell them about this? Might they feel singled out or uncomfortable or am I overthinking things? Well, since I know you, TJ, hi, TJ. Um, if you were to come up to me, I'd be like, wow, that's great. And I know everybody isn't that way, right? So um, I think you have to um, be aware of who it is, right? If it's someone that you're close to, you could you could say, you know, I have a friend who started something and she, you know, she gave me some, some thoughts I never really thought about. What do you think of, you know, this? Like, cause you could say she created this thing and what do you think of that? You know, if, and if they said, that's a great idea, I'd like to get, oh, I can give you her, her information and you can get connected, but it's not like you should, yeah. It'd be a little uncomfortable to run up to random black women and say, hey, I heard about this thing, you should join, right? <laughs> and I know you, TJ, you, you are very uh, tactful uh, with what you say, but I think that it's, it is, um, like I can't catch them all, right? I can't, I, just me alone, that's why I said I need other people to talk about thing, things like this. And I believe that these spaces are needed for many other demographics, right? I created this because that's what I needed, but I recognize these lily pads are needed for other demographics, right? Latina women, Latina men, like black men. In fact, I know a bunch of black men that were like, ooh, can you start something up for us? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I can't start up another thing. But but I, I encourage them to do it because it is it is needed. So it's 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 kind of the way you say it. Um, and you know, you can, it's, it, it can be something you heard, you know, you're just conveying information um, in a way that that is sharing uh, knowledge, right? And it's 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 it can be um, empowering, right? Because you did you did the research, you found out about it, TJ, right? Like I heard about this, like I, it stuck enough for me to have this conversation with someone else, where it wasn't like, what is that crazy Nicole doing these days? She's making things up, right? It's 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 showing that you listened, you saw the need, and you passed it on, and and I could ask for for nothing more. And you'll you'll be a little vulnerable. I'm just warning you, Phil. Phil, you know it takes it's 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 a uh, it's a little nerve wracking. But I go up to people and tell them about system just because I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because you know I want everybody to hear about these things that are happening. So I kind of got over the the uncomfortability. If they're gonna say that's weird, I'm like, yep, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next. <laughs> No, TJ, I'll tell you something. Honestly, I there are points where I'm nervous to tell people about, like, you know, because I don't want to come off as, oh, she's just telling me about this black woman group because she a black woman and I'm a black woman and we just black women. We ain't nothing else but black women. Like, you know, like, <laughs> so I, there is like a level of uncom yeah. uncomfortability as well with myself. Um, but I think you just, I, for me personally, I just overcome that. And I'm like, look, this person could benefit from this. And, you know, if they hear about it and they're not interested and they never follow up, then that's what it is. But it could be, you know, something that would be great for them. Um, so that's my personal take the, the on least it. Thing, the worst thing to say is no thank you. Right. Mm -hmm. I love it. And and I love TJ's question. I'm just jumping here on a lily pad and let's well one two a couple behind Nicole because I don't I don't share lily pads, but when you talked about allyship and abolitionists, abolitioners, um, abolitionists, what does that look like and how does that show up? And so TJ sharing information is one level of that because we talked about earlier retaining us in this space. I'm a civil engineer. I was on the other side, though. I, I would build a facilities, right? And so part of that advocacy work is sharing and say, hey, 
we and you can say, hey, I've seen so we've lost, you know, my 15, 20 years in the industry. Nicole is one of the few that have stayed and I can count on two hands how many other black women or women of color have left the industry. I'm sharing because I I want you to stay. And, and this is why I'm sharing. So you have community here, but you also have me. And so you can share it in a way and different things like that. The other part of that with system is bring them money, give them money so they can hold programs and they can do an in-person event once or twice a year with their members. And, I, and we often, and I, and I talk about this in my community, especially when it comes to Black women in the U.S., we stand in the gap. And what happens when you stand there, everybody's walking over you and they're always going to assume and not even know there is a gap because you're standing in it. And somebody has to pull us up out of the gap. And so the other resources that are needed for system to exist, for Black water professional to exist, is for other people to stand in that gap and bring in other resources. So Nicole and a Danielle and a Michelle can come out of those gaps and take breaks and be able to do the work and continue to grow, grow the work. And so I say that in... It is so much work to still be done. And as Gen Xers, right, we and and older millennials, or I am not a millennial, we ain't mixing that together. We drank our own Kool-Aid. Y'all drank Tang or whatever. I'm not Tang, but y'all had Sunny D. We had real orange juice. Um, exactly. And so we, there's still work to be done. And, I, and this is the thing, these are the things that we can do at this point in our careers that really changes the tide. Um, we got a lot of work to do environmentally in, in the U.S. And the good thing is, y'all, let me tell y'all a secret. Y'all know tech is laying off, right? Y'all know that, right? Mm-hmm. Tech is laying off. A trillion dollars in infrastructure. They can get jobs over here, but they just want to drink the bottled water. <laughs> they don't know. The real work to be able to do what they do in tech, they have to have water. They have to have the grid. And I just tell them, stand in the green field and let me know what your computer, oh, you ain't going to have a computer either, right? And so tying that all back, I think, to spaces right now on the impact of water is so important. So I'm going to stop preaching because I get, get, get on people about this all the time and I'll hand it back over to you, Danielle. All right. Well, at that point, Nicole, I don't know if you have anything else you'd like to add for myself or for the audience. Um, I think we, we did put the link for a uh, system in there. If you want to find me, uh, you know, on LinkedIn, I'm glad to connect. Like Danielle said, I love connecting to people. So bring it on. Um, and uh, if you want to have a continue the conversation, uh, I, I think that sometimes these conversations can be hard, but I think that they're, they are worth having. So if you ever have one of those questions, you don't have anyone else to, to, you know, to talk to, I think that places like BWPA system, these are places that we are willing to have those conversations. So glad to have you. Well, thank you so much for sharing the stage with me, Nicole. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> and yeah, we hope to see you guys at our future meetings. And that's it for me. So Michelle, you can take us away. Oh, okay. One last. We got a got a great question. And actually, the two of you or the three of you need to connect. I know she's on West Coast, so it's a time difference, maybe an mm -hmm. issue, but. Um, I'd love to see some efforts by professional water organizations that have some effective programs to address racial equity, mostly performative. We have these conversations all the time. Like, um, and I don't just, no, I meant Nirmala and I have this conversation. It even exists in collecting race data from water suppliers in California. And so when you were saying earlier, oh. 
you would think California would be ahead, um, but we're you're still having that data. And so there's one other person I want to connect you to who's in Atlanta. Her name is Doll Avant, Doll, D-O-L-L, black woman. She has a tech company around water equity. And what does that look like? So met her six years ago in an accelerator. So I think what you're working on and you're pulling together community might be synergy. So let's talk about that. You know how to reach me um, and, and let's bring some change to what we're seeing in water, especially in black and brown communities. And the great thing about that, even though I don't have an answer for that question, I am so encouraged that we are having that conversation and you are not alone. Uh, it is happening in pockets. And again, this is why we have to come together, right? So we can bring these thoughts together. And if it's working here, you can you can implement it there, right? It has to, it has to be, because uh, singly, we're not gonna come up with answers for these global problems, right? It's just not gonna happen. So we need to, we need to gather and bring the bring big brains together to, to do that. So, so encouraged by that conversation. I think you're you're not going to be engineers without borders. You're going to be engineers with soul or something like that. And and that's I don't. She's like Danielle. Like I don't get it. Black soul. I get it. I get it. Okay. And so, but something like that to really. And I think it's like you said to bring in some tech because they can get some dollars. Bringing in National Science Foundation, NIH funding to really kind of make some change and and get some some systemic things change. You know, I'm excited. Y'all can tell, right? <laughs> Love it. Okay. I got something to say. We have one more system <laughs> talk to come. We had to reschedule it. It's April 12th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know it's 3 p.m. If you can join, we, we want, Nicole, who we got? Who we got coming? We have Kathy Bernardino Bailey, and she is a rock star in water. And she is the first lady of water, self-proclaimed, and I, I love all the energy that she brings to this conversation. So that's that's that I'm going to definitely tune into that one. I wish I was moderating that one, but I'll just listen. I'm I'm just saying, you show up, it could be an accident. Maybe the other person don't end up on camera. I don't I don't know that. I don't want to be camera ready. No no no. no. <laughs> Just Everybody but, should tune in to hear her her story because it is powerful, and she is a fierce advocate with a huge heart, and 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 you know it's it's needed in our industry for her her voice. And what what is different? She's not going to be a civil engineer. She a chemist. So just just like that. See, we ain't all engineers, but we yeah. still all great. Love it. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We will wrap up Women's History Month. The, 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 this is not over between system and positive power. We got some other things that are going to come. I don't know what they are yet, but we're going to figure them out. Um, I, might, I won't be at next month's call because I'm in Columbia next, next week, everybody. Uh, Latin America, here I come. Hey, But I'm so excited. This is why we do this. This is why we build community. This is why we bring each other together to solve the problems that we have and we have in our community. So we will see y'all April 12th, well, on camera, but we're also here on LinkedIn. So be sure to join the system community here on LinkedIn. We put it in the chat as well as on the screen. I know, and you can just search for system instead of a Y, it has an I. So everybody have a great week and we will see you later.